are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this quick hit edition of Locked On Texans. As always, I'm your host, one half of the Locked On Texans podcast, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Ladies and gentlemen, this quick hit installment of Locked On Texan is going to be an continuation of the conversation that I had with Brian Bearfield. You guys probably know him best as Big Sarge. On Thursday, we had an opportunity to talk about some top takeaways on everything that went on during voluntary OTAs and mandatory minicamp. And in the middle of the show, me and Big Sarge, we got into a very interesting debate on whether or not it's fair to say that Davis Mills was a the best rookie quarterback last season, and B, whether or not Davis Mills has made enough improvements to take the helm as this team's franchise quarterback for not just 2022, but beyond. So, without further ado, please enjoy this quick hit installment of Locked On Texans. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this latest installment of Locked On Texans and Sarge, the second segment, we talked about second-year players excluding Davis Mills from the list who was standing out to you. Now it's time to get into the Davis Mills conversation. And to answer your question as to why every time I hear Davis Mills' name or I start talking about Davis Mills. I start cheesing. I start smiling. It's because I'm very excited about what he can do in his second year. You and I go back and forth about this a lot. We have debated debated this on your podcast. We have debated this uh, on the radio stations. We have debated this while waiting for the Rockets to start their media availabilities. I am excited to see what Davis Mills has in terms of his second year because regardless of what you think, the numbers show it, the film show it, he was the second best rookie quarterback last year. And I also want to mention from when we first saw him doing training camp last year when we was like, what the hell is he doing all the way to how he finished the season, the young man continued to get better and better and better. And I think with him having his rookie season, playing majority of his rookie season as a starting quarterback, I, I, I really do believe that season two could be something special for that young man. I just, you said he was the second best rookie quarterback. So, which means you probably have Mac Jones from yeah, uh, yeah. the New England Patriots as number one. Mm-hmm. Why, wait, why do you have Mac Jones as number one? Because he did the most and had the best season. I don't care nothing about no he's a system quarterback. No, at the end of the day, that's a rookie quarterback that helped the New England Patriots get to the playoffs. His stats look pretty good in, in, in everything. Like, So the reason why I ask you that is because, well, one, I mean. And, and I'm not about to go off no, oh, well, this quarterback should be this and this quarter should be that in the future. No, I'm going off of what all five, six of those quarterbacks did last year. So let me ask you a question because Mac Mac Jones aside, I, I'm just, let's just put Mac Jones aside. 
you know, and I'm not I'm not saying you per se, even though you brought it up a couple of times. But, you know, I've been like I told you before, I've been seeing a lot of social media chatter. Why is it that you all give a pass to Davis Mills and the situation that he was with the Texans and don't give a pass to Trevor Lawrence and the situation. No, I, his- I knew you was about to go there. I don't give a Man, pass to oh, Trevor Lawrence or, or Davis Mills. All I'm saying is both of them was in terrible situations last year and Davis Mills did more. That's all I'm saying in terms of who was better out of Trevor Lawrence and Davis Mills. Both of them was in terrible situations. As a matter of fact, you could make an argument that Davis Mills was in the worst situation because Trevor Lawrence didn't have to hold Deshaun Watson foolishness hanging over his head. Trevor Lawrence was the starting quarterback from day one. Bro. He wasn't coming off the bench. That's Trevor, all I'm saying. I understand Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the next Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. But the man did not have that good of a rookie season last year. Both of them was in terrible situations. And Davis Mills Davis Mills outperformed Trevor Lawrence last year. And you can make an argument that Davis Mills was in the worst situation. Okay. I knew that's where you was going. You done? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. All right, so let me go ahead and just totally tear down that fictitious take you just had. Cody, first things first. His coach... Trevor Lawrence's coach, Urban Meyer, was in a bar after a game filling up a woman, a married man filling up a woman, and this is the man that's running your team. Second of all, he brought back a quarterback, his former quarterback, to play tight end as a publicity stunt. Third thing is he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. By the second week, you and I both knew because I came to you and I said, Urban Meyer has lost that locker room. Mm-hmm. He has lost that locker room, and by losing that locker room, he's lost that franchise. Those players turned their back on him a long time ago, but yet he was still Urban Meyer. He still ran the team. He was still head coach. Trevor Lawrence went through a lot of adversity, too. You talked about Deshaun Watson and Davis Mills, right? Mm-hmm. One thing, the one thing that Davis Mills didn't have to see, really, is Deshaun Watson because Deshaun came, worked out, See, and I'm talking to somebody who knows that Deshaun would come, work out, do what he needs to do. Yeah, he would. He did not integrate himself into the the, the team and whatever they had going on. He just made sure that he showed up to do what he had to do, and he he would leave. So let's just go ahead and X that out. But when you're talking about about Coach Cully being the head coach of the Houston Texans, you cannot say – that Urban Urban Meyer wasn't that far away from Coach Cully. If some people want to say that Coach Cully was not ready, was not was not ready to be, be an NFL head coach, I think that thing the same thing could be said for Urban Meyer. I mean, now, I'm gonna go back to this real quick. Cody, the man went after a game, hopped on a private jet, went to his bar, and was filling up a woman. I understand all that. I understand all that. But Sarge, at the end of the day. And don't forget, Trevor Lawrence also lost his star running back at the beginning of the season. So that's some that look, that that type of adversity has to go into it as well. I understand that. But correct me if I'm wrong. When Trevor Lawrence came into the league, he was hailed as the next Peyton Manning Tom Brady, which means he should have 
he should have led the Jacksonville Jaguars to a better record other than the worst record in the league for the second consecutive season. I understand Peyton Manning he, wasn't Peyton Manning when he, he came into the league. I understand, but he wasn't held as the next greatest quarterback when he was coming in. Are you serious? Peyton Manning, Peyton, yes, Peyton Manning was held as one of the best quarterbacks coming into the NFL, and he led the NFL in interceptions. Tom he did. Brady couldn't even get but, on the field because of Drew Bledsoe. But, and, and by the way, was Peyton Manning the first quarterback taken off the board that year? I, I really can't remember. I'm, I'm going to have to look that up. But, Sarge, at the end of the day, I look at it from this standpoint. In terms of this greatness that, that Trevor Lawrence is supposed to have, in my opinion, he should have. And, by the way, the second time they played the Houston Texans, that was after Irving Myers got fired. So, I'm looking at this from a standpoint of, I'm looking at this from a standpoint of, as a franchise-changing quarterback, Trevor Lawrence should have led the Jacksonville Jaguars to a better record than what they had because that is what he was supposed to do. And I'm not saying that he was supposed to lead them to the playoffs or anything like that. He led, he, the, the team was still the worst team in the league, Sarge. And when you take a look at what he was able to do on, on the field, when you take a look at his numbers and everything, it, it wasn't it wasn't that oh man you know the, this this is that this is that it wasn't that impressive but in terms oh. of a guy like davis mills who literally was in a bad situation i'm gonna bring another guy in this argument who was in a bad situation your boy justin fields they were in bad situations but i'm looking at this from a standpoint when you break it down all three of them in bad situations you got to give kudos to Davis Mills because he was still able to elevate himself and this team and get better as the season goes on. And like I mentioned, that second game against the Houston Texans was after Irving Myers got fired. Cody, that's the, that, that's the equivalent to me having $2 and you having a dollar and me calling you Brokey. Hey, what's up, Brokey? I got hey, one more dollar than you have. But, Yo, but, but with that one more dollar, you could go to McDonald's and at least give you get you one little burger off the dollar menu, right? I got one more dollar than you have now. But you Peyton can Manning, do something with that one more dollar. Unlike me, I can't. 1998, Peyton Manning went first round. He was, I mean, he went first pick overall. In okay. Okay, so, I was wrong about that. I was that wrong about that. Push that to the side, right? You're bringing in, so you're talking about Trevor Lawrence and what he should have done with a franchise that has a losing culture. How many times have the Jacksonville Jaguars picked in the top five? They have a losing culture. Bringing in a quarterback is not going to change the entirety, I mean, sorry, the mindset of the entire football team. They have a bunch of holes in that team. There is a lot of needs. I can't believe I'm sitting there taking up for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but there's a lot of holes in that team. Quarterback was just one that they plugged up. That's it. They still you had are right they about had, all of that. Sorry, they, they, their team overall talent wise, you're telling me that the Texans didn't have more talent than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, outside of having Brandon Cooks, I don't. Both of them really didn't have that much talent. But if you look at the Texans, had way more talent than than the Jacksonville Jaguars did. And all I'm saying is this. All and plus, I'm saying this is that when you look at first of all rookie quarterbacks. They're not going to come in and make an uh, 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 impact like Ben Roethlisberger. Like Ben Roethlisberger came into a situation where it was a ready-made team and he took off. Dak Prescott came into a ready-made situation and he took off. Uh, 
They built a system around Patrick Mahomes, and they got better. But when we're talking about uh, losing franchise like the Jacksonville Jaguars and that culture starting from their owner all the way down, there's no possible way that you all expected Trevor Lawrence to come in and take that team to the playoffs. Now, I hold on. Switch him out. Put Trevor Lawrence with Bill Belichick and put Mac Jones with See, now, now we're doing all this switch this and switch that. No, we can't do that. No, that's it's not. It but that's not the reality of the situation. The reality it's of the situation is Mac Jones is in New England doing his own thing. And at the end of the day, he, he was the only rookie quarterback to lead his team to a winning record, get them to the playoffs, and all that other good stuff. When you look at all the other rookie quarterbacks, they did not do that. Majority of them, i.e., even though I think he's going to be a bust, and I do not believe in him in, uh, at all, but for the sake of this argument, Zach Wilson. You, you look at Wilson, you look at Lawrence, you look at Fields, you look at Mills. All four of those rookie quarterbacks were in bad situations. But when you look at the reality of the situation, so who did the most? Who did the who did the most out of those four is Davis Mills case closed i'm not about to do all this hypotheticals if you take hell if you take davis mills and put him in a bill belichick system he's probably gonna be even better are you hold on so now that i realize <laughs> what 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 your argument is and what's your debate all i'm gonna say is okay i refuse to sit here and talk about who's the best of the baddest who's the best of it's the not best of the it's when you break it down the second bad. best rookie quarterback was davis mills they were all bad outside of mac jones i'm not going to talk about who's the best of the baddest that's weird to me i'm gonna say hey man they team sucked but he was the best of the bad out if you look at these it's almost similar to, to to your conversation about the show watson in 2020 look how bad the texans were with everybody including you said all oh, the texans are bad but look at deshaun watson that's a totally different argument no that it's not the it's the, it's it's still we're talking about no we're, we're hold on i put it like this when we were talking about Deshaun Watson, it was, since we're going to that, when we were talking about Deshaun Watson and that uh, uh, record-setting year that he had, mm -hmm. right? That he probably won't have ever again. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, he's definitely going to have that again next year. Uh, don't, next year as in 2023 or 2024? I'm <laughs> <About> 2023. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to him in 2022, but in 2023, if they can keep that talent with the Cleveland Browns, he'll definitely have a way better season than he did then. Now, as I digress, we were talking about Deshaun Watson as far as being compared to the top five quarterbacks. We mm -hmm. seen, we knew what Deshaun Watson could do. We seen Deshaun Watson best of the best. We seen Deshaun Watson take his team to back-to-back -to -back AFC South championships. Am I right? Mm -hmm. but we had seen that. So even though they had that bad year, Deshaun Shine, we are the proof was already in the pudding. We're talking about players who only got one year under their belt mm -hmm. one we're talking about davis mills who couldn't beat out a healthy tyrod taylor so yeah and then down. he got better and what what happened in the second half of the season the texans say you know what how, how many, many games they win they won four how many games they win with davis mills two So, what are you saying? Okay, you're talking about an organization that everybody projected was going to win no more than one. Who? 
Almost everybody. That was the most people had more people talking about the Texans are going to win more than one game. No, the general the general public believed that the Texans were going to win no more than one game. Some even had this team going zero and seventeen. Check check out the the ultimate crossover edition of locked of 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 locked on AFC South with our boy Evan Evan over at um locked on Colts. He was one of them that said the Texans was going to go zero and seventeen. Well, I'm going to tell you to go back and check out the podcast from In the Trenches and and, and listen to those callers who called in who had a lot, even without Deshaun Watson, with the uncertainty of if he was going to play or not, they had the Texans winning at least four to five games. Even Oh, and by the way, John had them winning two games, and he's not here to defend himself, but he said they was winning no more than two. All hey, I'm man, saying, you talking Sarge. about a guy who was taking up, who said Little Caesar's piece is the best piece. Don't bring up John. Hey, some people got bad takes, and that's one of them. But before we <laughs> close out, before we close out this quick hit edition of Locked On Texans, I do want to ask you this one question. And this is another problem that I have with people in terms of giving, not giving Davis Mills his due diligence. Had this organization never experienced the Deshaun Watson era? Had this organization drafted Davis Mills somewhere in the first round in 2021, are we still having this conversation about Davis Mills? Because you talking about passes, I see a lot of people giving Trevor Lawrence pass. I see a lot of people giving Zach Wilson passes. I see a lot of people giving um, um, Justin Field passes. I see a lot of people giving um, Trey Lance a pass. You talking about a guy who ain't even played no more than three games, but yet... All of a sudden, Davis Mills is the worst rookie. It's going to be the worst second-year quarterback. Bro, I just no, no, just answer, just answer the question. I just read a thread where they listed the things that said if Davis Mills would have had a better coach, a better offense coordinator, a better offensive line, better receivers, a better running game, he would have had a better a better season. I'm saying to myself. But what about what Davis Mills was doing? What about where Davis Mills lacked? What about where Davis Mills needed to get stronger? So as I digress back to what you asked, why are they taking why are they taking Davis Mills in the first round again? You think that no. Davis Mills was a, a first rounder coming out of coming out of college? Hey, from for what we've been told, how many games did he play in college? He only played like fourteen. I've been we've been told had he stayed healthy. And we talked about this here. Had he stayed healthy, he would have been a first-round quarterback. Had. Had. We're Just answer the question. Are we still talking about these these same things with Davis Mills? Yes or no? Yes, because he's not a first-round draft pick. He would have never. Davis Mills would have came out in the first round. Is that what you asked? Ladies and ask gentlemen, this has ask been, I guess I'm going to call this the debate version of Locked on Texans. Um Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Sarge, go ahead, please. This is worse. Have you heard the debate between Chris Brown and Michael, that Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson? That's just stupid. Now, that's stupid. Have you heard that debate? Yes, I've heard that. You can find me at Big Star Sports with the Z <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Big Star Sports. Dot com and you can listen to me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Sports Talk 790 on the end of the trenches, hosted by Indy Kalu. For more of Big Sarge, please be sure to check out today's episode of Locked On Texans. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully we have an opportunity to do this again. Maybe we might do this once a week moving forward. Who knows? Peace.